fair use notice. This channel may make use of copyrighted material, the use of which has not always been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. This constitutes a fair use of any such copyrighted material as provided for in Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. In accordance with Title 17 U.S.C. Section 107, the material on this channel is offered publicly and without profit to the public users of the Internet for comment and nonprofit educational and informational purposes. Copyright Disclaimer Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted. No copyrights is or are claimed. The content is broadcasted for study, research, and educational purposes. The broadcaster gains no profit from broadcasted content, so it falls under fair use guidelines, www.copyright.gov forward slash FLS forward slash FL102.html. And we'll be right back. Hello, my lovely, loyal listeners. It's Friday. <laughs> it is Friday, October 22nd, 2021. And on today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, we are going down the emotions road again. We have left Bully Lane. We've gone. We're, we're uh-uh. We've left that side road, and we are moving on. And when we come back from this brief pause for the cause, (laughs) we will be delving and jumping into a fantastic article I just found, and I'm going to read when we come back. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. You guys make my day. I'll be right back. All right, my lovely, loyal listeners, we are on the website healthline.com and we are reading an article entitled How to Let Go of Things from the Past, medically reviewed by Dylan Brown, PhD, written by Sarah Lindbergh, updated on August 31st. 
2018. It's a question many of us ask ourselves each time we experience heartache or emotional pain. How do you let go of past hurts and move on? Holding on to the past can be a conscious decision, just like letting go and moving forward can be a conscious decision. Tips for letting go. One thing that connects us as human beings is our ability to feel pain. Whether that pain is physical or emotional, we all have experiences of being hurt. What separates us though is how we deal with that pain. Experts have found that when emotional pain prevents you from healing from a situation, it's a sign that we aren't moving forward in a growth-oriented way. One of the best ways to heal from hurts is to learn lessons from the situation and use those to focus on growth and forward momentum. If we get stuck in thinking about what should have been, we can, com- we can become immobilized in painful feelings and memories. If you're trying to move forward from a painful experience, but you're not sure how to get started, here are 12 tips to help you let go. Number one, create a positive mantra to counter the painful thoughts. How you talk to yourself can either move you forward or keep you stuck. Often, having a mantra that you tell yourself in times of emotional pain can help you reframe your thoughts. For example, says clinical psychologist Carla Manley, PhD, instead of getting stuck in, I can't believe this happened to me, try a positive mantra such as, I am fortunate to be able to find a new path in life one that is good for me. Two, create physical distance. It's not uncommon to hear someone say that you should distance yourself from the person or situation that is causing you to be upset. According to clinical psychologist Ramani Dervasala, PhD, that's not such a bad idea. Creating physical or psychological distance between ourselves and the person or situation can help with letting go for the simple reason that we are not having to think about it, process it, or being reminded of it as much, she explains. Number three, do your own work. Focusing on yourself is important. You have to make the choice to address the hurt that you've experienced. When you think about a person who caused you pain, bring yourself back to the present. Then focus on something that you're grateful for. Number four, practice mindfulness. The more we can bring our focus to the present moment, says Lisa Oliveira, a licensed marriage and family therapist, the less impact our past or future has on us. 
when we start practicing being present, our hurts, our hurts have less control over us and we have more freedom to choose how we want to respond to our lives, she adds. Number five, be gentle with yourself. If your first response to not being able to let go of a painful situation is to criticize yourself, it's time to show yourself some kindness and compassion. Oliveira says, this looks like treating ourselves like we would treat a friend, offering ourselves self-compassion and avoiding comparisons between our journey and those of others. Hurt is inevitable. And we may not be able to avoid pain. However, we can choose to treat ourselves kindly and lovingly when it comes, Oliveira explains. Number six, allow the negative emotions to flow. If your fear of feeling negative emotions is causing you to avoid them, don't worry you're not alone. In fact, Duravasula says that many times people are afraid of feelings such as grief, anger, disappointment, or sadness. Rather than feeling them, people just try to shut them out, which can disrupt the process of letting go. These negative emotions are like riptides, explains Dervasala, I believe their name is Dervasala, let them flow out of you. It may require mental health intervention, but fighting them can leave you stuck, she adds. Number seven, accept that the other person may not apologize. Waiting for an apology from the person who hurt you will slow down the process of letting go. If you're experiencing hurt and pain, it's important you take care of your own healing, which may mean accepting that the person who hurt you isn't going to apologize. Number eight, engage in self-care. When we are hurting, it often feels like there is nothing but hurt. Oliveira says practicing self-care can look like setting boundaries, saying no, doing the things that bring us joy and comfort, and listening to our own needs first. The more we can implement self-care into our daily lives, the more empowered we are. From that space, our hurts don't feel as overwhelming, she adds. Number nine, surround yourself with people who fill you up. This simple yet powerful tip can help carry you through a lot of hurt. We can't do life alone and we can't expect ourselves to get through our hurts alone either, explains Manly. Allowing ourselves to lean on loved ones and their support is such a wonderful way of not only limiting isolation, but of reminding us of the good that is in our lives. Number 10, 
Give yourself permission to talk about it. When you're dealing with painful feelings or a situation that hurts you, it's important to give yourself permission to talk about it. Dervasula says sometimes people can't let go because they feel they aren't allowed to talk about it. This may be because the people around them no longer want to hear about it or the person is embarrassed or ashamed to keep talking about it, she explains. But talking it out is important. That's why Dervasula recommends finding a friend or therapist who is patient and accepting as well as willing to be your sounding board. Number 11, give yourself permission to forgive. Since waiting for the other person to apologize can stall the process of letting go, you may have to work on your own forgiveness. Forgiveness is vital to the healing process because it allows you to let go of anger, guilt, shame, sadness, or any other feeling you may be experiencing and move on. Number 12, seek professional help. If you're struggling to let go of a painful experience, you may benefit from talking to a professional. Sometimes it's difficult to implement these tips on your own, and you need an experienced professional to help guide you through the process. And we'll be right back after this brief pause. Takeaway. To let go of past hurts, you need to make the conscious decision to take control of the situation. However, this can take time and practice. Be kind to yourself as you practice refocusing how you see the situation and celebrate the small victories you have. And that is the conclusion of this article. From Healthline.com, How to Let Go of Things from the Past by Sarah Lindbergh. And we'll be right back. I love you for listening. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's dictionary definition word of the day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is inevitable. It's an adjective, certain to happen, unavoidable. It's also a noun, a situation that is unavoidable, inevitable. And we'll be right back. my lovely loyal listeners we are back and we are on the website tinybuddha.com 
www.ghanaspeaks.com. Simple wisdom for complex lives. And this article is entitled, 10 Happiness Tips for People Who Have Been Hurt by Lori Deshin. Pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Unknown. All right. Maybe someone hurts you physically or emotionally. Maybe you've survived something else traumatic. A natural disaster, a fire, an armed robbery. Or maybe you've just come out of a trying situation, and though you know you'll eventually recover, you still feel pain that seems unbearable. Whatever the case may be, you've been scarred, and you carry it with you through many of your days. Most of us can relate on some level to that feeling. Even people who excel at taking personal responsibility have at least one story of having been hurt. Though some of us have endured more serious situations, you really can't quantify or compare emotional pain. To a teenager who just had her heart broken, the pain really seems like the end of the world. In fact, lot. Livestrong estimates that every 100 minutes a teenager takes their life and that the number of suicides in high-income families is the same as in poor families. Presumably, not all of these teens have suffered incomprehensible tragedies. What they have in common is pain, born from different adversities and circumstances. When you're hurting, some people might tell you to let it go, as if that's a valid solution. They may say, it's all in your head, and assume that reasons away the pain. But none of that will help you heal and find happiness from moment to moment. Like everyone, I've been hurt in both profound and trivial ways. I've had to acknowledge my feelings, process them, and then find ways to work through them so I could get so I could let go and move on. Here's what helped me do just that. Number 1. Define your pain. It's not always easy to identify and understand what's hurting you. Some people even stay in abusive relationships because it's safer than acknowledging their many layers of pain. The low self-esteem that convinces them they deserve abuse, the shame over being treated with such cruelty, and the feeling of desperation that convinces them there's no real way out. The first step toward finding happiness after having been hurt is to understand why you were hurt, to get to the root of everything that makes the memories hard. Number two, feel and express that pain. There's no guarantee that you'll be able to communicate how you feel to the person who hurt you. And if you can, there's no guarantee they'll respond how you want them to. Say what you need to say anyway. Write it in your journal. Write a letter and burn it. Get it all out. This will help you understand why you're hurting and what you'll do in the future to avoid similar pain. 
so you can feel empowered instead of victimized. Research has actually proven that people who focus on lessons learned while journaling find the experience more helpful than people who don't. Three, try to stay in the present. Reliving the past can be addictive. It gives you the opportunity to do it again and respond differently, to fight back instead of submitting, to speak your mind instead of silencing yourself. It also allows you to possibly understand better what happened, where did you go wrong, what should you have done. Regardless of what you think you should have done, you can't do it now. If you have post-traumatic stress disorder, you may need professional help to avoid revisiting the incident. If you don't, you need sustained effort. Fight the urge to fight the urge to relive the pain over and over. You can't go back and find happiness there. You can only experience that now. <clears throat> Excuse me. 4 Stop rehashing the story. Sometimes we tell a sad story over and over again as a way to avoid moving on from the past. It may seem like another way to understand what happened, and maybe it feels helpful to hear someone say you didn't do anything wrong and you don't deserve to hurt, and it's okay if you need that for a while. But if you do this for years, it keeps you stuck living your life around a memory and giving it power to control you. No amount of reassurance will change what happened. You can't find happiness by holding on to a painful story and letting it control your life. You can only find happiness when you let it go and make room for something better. If telling your story empowers you and helps other people, then by all means, share. Only you know where you are mentally and emotionally and whether telling your story is hurting or helping you. Number five, forgive yourself. Maybe you didn't do anything wrong, but you blame yourself. Or maybe you played a role in creating your current situation. Regardless of what happened, you need to understand that what you did is not who you are. And even if you feel immense regret, you deserve to start today without carrying that weight. You deserve a break. You can either punish yourself and submit to misery or forgive yourself and create the possibility of happiness. It comes down to whether you decide to dwell or move on. Which do you choose? Anger with yourself and prolonged pain or forgiveness and the potential for peace? Number six, stop playing the blame slash victim game. Maybe you were a victim. Maybe someone did horrible things to you. Or you fell into an unfortunate set of circumstances through no fault of your own. It still doesn't serve you to sit around feeling bad for yourself, blaming other people. In fact, it only holds you back. You can't feel good if you use this moment to feel bad about another person's actions. 
The only way to experience happiness is to take responsibility for creating it, whether other people made it easy for you or not. You are not responsible for what happened to you in the past, but you're responsible for your attitude now. Why let someone who hurt you in the past have power over your present? Number seven, don't let the pain become your identity. If everything you do and all your relationships center around something that hurt you, it will be harder to move on. You may even come to appreciate what that identity gives you. Attention, the illusion of understanding, or the warmth of compassion, for example. You have to consider the possibility there's a greater sense of happiness in completely releasing your story. That you'd feel better than you could even imagine if you stopped letting your pain define you. You can have a sad story in your past without building your present around it. Number eight, reconnect with who you were before the pain. It's not easy to release a pain identity, particularly if you've carried it around for a long time. It may help to remember who you were before that experience or to consider who you might have become if it hadn't happened. You can still be that person, someone who doesn't feel bitter or angry so frequently. If you want to feel peaceful and happy, start by identifying what that looks like. What you think about, what you do, how you interact with people. Odds are this process will remind you both how you want to be and how you don't want to be. And we'll be right back after this brief pause. Number nine, focus on things that bring you joy in the moment. You don't have to focus on completely letting go of your pain forever. You just have to make room for joy right now. Start simple. What's something you can enjoy in this moment regardless of what pain you've experienced? Would sitting in the sun bring you joy? Would calling your sister bring you joy? Don't think about the totality of the rest of your days. That's a massive burden to carry. Haven't you hurt enough? Just focus on now and allow yourself a little peace. You'll be surprised how easily nows can can add up when you focus on them as they come. Number 10, share that joy with other people. We often isolate ourselves when we're hurting because it feels safer than showing people our vulnerability. What we fail to realize is that we don't have to feel vulnerable all the time. We can choose certain people for support and then allow ourselves time with others without involving our painful stories. You can share a meal, a movie, a moment, and give yourself a break from your anger or sadness. You don't have to carry it through every moment of your day. Don't worry. If you feel you need to remember it, you'll still be able to recall it later. But as you allow yourself 
pockets of peace shared with people you love, you may find you need that story a lot less. To be clear, you have a right to feel whatever you feel, and you don't have to rush through your sadness or anger. We all need time to process our feelings, but there comes a time when we need to consciously choose to heal, let go, and move on. It's a process, and it won't be easy, but you deserve it. Everyone deserves to feel happy. Everyone deserves a little peace. One more thing we all have in common, we can only provide those things for ourselves. Okay? Now, about Lori Desheen. Lori Desheen is the founder of Tiny Buddha. She's also the author of Tiny Buddha's Gratitude Journal and other books and co-founder of Recreate Your Life Story, an online course that helps you let go of the past and live a life you love. She recently launched a mindfulness kit to help reduce our stress and increase our peace and joy. For daily wisdom, join the Tiny Buddha list here. You can also follow Tiny Buddha on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Okay, and that is the end of this wonderful article. 10 Happiness Tips for People Who Have Been Hurt by Lori Desheen. And that, you guys, is going to be the conclusion of this episode of As the Massage Table Turns for this Friday, October 22nd, 2021. I hope you found it informative and I will see you on the next episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Stay wonderful. I love you for listening. Have a good one. Thank you.